0: Hello and welcome to True Crime Diary, a light-hearted podcast on a serious subject. Every two weeks we look back through true crime stories to discuss an event that took place on This Week in History. I'm your host Mark Decano, and with me as always are my friends Jed Lester. Hello. And Roo Turner. Hello. The date we're looking at this episode is the 14th of September and in 1970 Arthur and Nizamuddin Hussain, two brothers from Trinidad... Concluded their trial in the matter of kidnap and murder of Muriel Mackay. However, the person they kidnapped and murdered was the wrong person. Dear, yeah. oopsies. Oh. Oopsie. Was this all Cara- Caribbean-based? No, this was based in London, England. Mm. Wimbledon. Wimbledon, no less. Really? South London. Really. So, victim Muriel Mackay was Australian. Yeah, and she was married to Alec MacKay, who worked for uh, News Limited, which was part of the News International group. Oh yeah, yeah. He was deputy to one Rupert Murdoch.
1: Wow, wow. Is Um, that in in any way involved? In was it
0: money related? Yes, very much so. So, Arthur and Nizamuddin, these were some poor brothers. They had a farm in Hertfordshire near Stocking Pelham. Yeah. And they farmed pigs and chickens. <laughs> Arthur was a tailor, so he made trousers as well. For, for <laughs> pigs and chickens? For pigs and chickens, presumably. <laughs> yeah. That, obviously. <laughs> Arthur, apparently, was known to have delusions of grandeur. The locals called him King Hussein. Thinks he's Ethel Merman. Right and he saw um, an interview by David Frost on television who yeah. was interviewing Rupert Murdoch and they went ah hello <laughs> of course <laughs> 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 he never said that That's just, <laughs> well it <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> put it in there anyway put it in anyway that was said uh, no uh, more frequently
1: than beam me up Scotty well exactly yeah yeah it doesn't matter or play it again
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just put that in. <laughs> or wow. I'll just leave everything you just said <laughs> carry on so he saw this interview Frost and Murdoch... Yep. Frost Murdoch. He thought, hang on, he's got a few pennies. <laughs> he's got a couple of bob. Mm. I'll
1: kidnap someone he knows. Oh no, we'll kidnap his wife. Whose wife? Rupert M- Murdoch. Ah, oh, sorry, right, okay. There is money to be made. We can be rich. This is where the mistake... <laughs> I don't know, the, the first mistake is thinking that you can find someone that Rupert Murdoch cares enough about to part with money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only two things interest me one's money and the other is women (laughs) right oh okay so that's where the yes okay intriguing
0: the brothers planned to kidnap Mrs Murdoch so at the time who was that good question because there's been
1: three (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like since then potentially Mick Jagger's handoffs. Yeah. (laughs) Jerry, (laughs) uh, someone else called Wendy, I think. Well, it's his first wife that he married when he was like in his early 20s. So we're not talking about her, are we? No. So he must have been married four or five times. Wendy Deng? He's been one?
0: No, Wendy Deng was his third wife. This would have been uh, second wife, Anna Maria Torv.
1: Okay. So where was Jerry? number four okay. after Wendy Day. And I think there's another one that already. Yeah. Wasn't um, that called off? Yeah. It was no so sooner as it had been announced. Together like a year or <laughs> uh, right. So there is
0: isn't another one. Right, okay. She's not my wife. I buy her. She belongs to me as a property. Not so number two we're talking about. Wifey number two. And her name was? Anna Maria Torv. Right. Um. So the plan was kidnap Anna. I mean that seems... So where did they You know I'm quite interested
1: How Where people go from somewhere To to somewhere else mm-hmm. Idea wise mm-hmm. So whatever Say it's me and Rue Rue Pass the Pig food <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you need these trousers Taken in Actually Rue Should we go and Put that pig food down Do you fancy going to Kidnap a billionaire's wife what does she look like? <laughs>
0: no idea. I don't know. Doesn't matter.
1: Doesn't matter. <laughs> Meaning, was that was that how it began? Did I just act out exactly?
0: I, I can only imagine, and I assume yes, exactly that that way. Because the very words said, surely you work your way up via <laughs> something. Well, I imagine yep. the scene would go something like this. Yes. Mm. We're what poor are you, who friends? are you now? Are I'm Arthur. I'll be the other one. You can be... Mark, <laughs> where are the chickens? Cool. The chickens are scraping food and the pigs are starving and I've got no one to buy these trousers. Ah, is that true? Hey, look at the television. There's, There's a rich rat. guy. He's being interviewed by that bloke.
1: From off of... Frostbix. From off of the telly. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a lot of money, but... Mark? No, your name's not Mark. Is oh. your name Arthur? Arthur. Arthur. Do we know any anyone else who's <laughs> perhaps less well known, but equally as
0: rich and more local? Not from not from this television. <laughs> okay then, get, get, the car. get her. Oh, now look here.
1: I don't know what you take us for, but we're not fools, you know. We're practical men, businessmen. All right, fine. <laughs> I mean, they did it, didn't they? But the—I'm well, uh, sure yeah. they could have found
0: someone who was less in massively in the public eye. Yeah, basically. but we're talking about a man who's referred to as King Hussein. Fine. Why um, would he, this man with delusions of grandeur, set, settle for any Paniani billionaire <laughs> when he can get <laughs> yeah, the yeah. cherry on the billionaire cake? Yeah. yeah. All right.
1: And it wasn't <laughs> like, they weren't asking really a lot of money? Well, it's not? one million it's in nineteen sixty-nine, wasn't it? Yes. So, I mean, in today's money, that's roughly eight. Which isn't—I mean, so like now, you'd probably ask for ten. Yeah. That's not a lot of money. Round it up. When you're asking a billionaire, <laughs> ten million quid. He wasn't. <laughs> yeah. That's not a huge amount he of money. Wa- and he, well, I suppose he wasn't a billionaire at the time, but even so, he was very rich, wasn't he? But yeah. Um. Anyway, all
0: right, fine. I'll allow oh, so, it. But on well, on the one hand, it's an amount of money that he would wouldn't think about.
1: No, no, he could spit he could, that out. Yeah, I mean, that's that's an afternoon point. spending. Yeah, you know, yes.
0: but to them, it's a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. When you're poor and you go a million pounds, it sounds like mm. you know a trillion, a, a, billion, yeah. a trillion pounds. Yeah. yeah,
1: their farm would be worth well more than that now, even if it still was a derelict farm. <laughs> It would be, wouldn't sure. it? Yeah, yeah. Buckinghamshire yeah. Farm. Yeah, absolutely. Hertfordshire. Hertfordshire, <laughs> <laughs> same thing. Hereford and Hampshire.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, these are not smart people, so... <laughs> we know they're not smart because uh, okay. they didn't bother to look up, as you pointed yeah. out, <laughs> what, what <did> she <laughs> Who on earth <laughs> they were going to kidnap? <laughs> uh, right, uh, OK. Yeah, yeah. What they did do was they formed a rudimentary plan. I've got a plan so cunning you could put a tail on it and call it a weasel. Which was? To kidnap Murdoch's wife and take her back to the farm that they bought where they lived. <laughs> yep. Demand a million pounds and then let her go when they get the money and everything would be fine. And they'd carry on as normal. And everything yeah. would be just as feeding the pigs
1: would be fed caviar <laughs> and the chickens. Wearing gold be trousers. <laughs> exactly. The chickens will be having <laughs> volivones every <laughs> every other day.
0: Yeah, yeah. The and it'll all be fine. Exactly exactly you get the picture right so what they did was (laughs) on 29th of december 1969 they followed rupert murdoch's rolls-royce to 20 arthur street in wimbledon arthur arthur street interesting yes named after the brother (laughs) one of the brothers um broke into the house and abducted the woman they found inside they're trying to kidnap me However, Rupert Murdoch was in Australia at the time, ah. and he'd lent his car oh, no. to the Deputy Chairman, Alec Mackay. Do you, News Limited hmm. chairman. Depu- oh, Deputy, Deputy Deputy Chairman. chairman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God. So the, that's Alec's wife, not Murdoch's I don't
1: wife. really... I mean, why didn't Alex Mackay have a car? I mean, he perhaps didn't have a Rolls-Royce, but... Yeah, I mean, he well, definitely company, had a car. It was a company yeah. car. Company car, but no, no, no. it's, anyway, it's very, very unfortunate. It, but yeah, I, yeah. It's like he's the deputy of News limit Why hasn't he? not yeah. he got a nice car? Oh, but anyway, all right, fine. Well, I'll, she, the I'll wife, was using the Rolls. Oh, the, the wife was, Well,
0: he wasn't. That's home. even weird. Well, the car
1: probably came with a driver. As, a, as a unit, you know, I use my us car. Use it. Use, use Jeeves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Don't ask Jeeves. Use. Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably it, yeah. isn't it? The, the my, house that they would, the man. house that they were living in is is a nice house in Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a big old house. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That street, Arthur Street, is. He's deputy He's got. Yeah. There's the some very plenty. wealthy yeah. people living in those streets. I'm just wondering why she would. You know, she could, she and he could drive anything they want, or be driven by anything they want. But anyway, it's just a series of um, very unfortunate, if
0: it, like seriously unfortunate <laughs> yeah, events, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Well, he's uh, you know, Mackay is working. Yes, he's got his massive, expensive company car. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And um, his wife, is, for you know, some I'll reason, borrowed, has borrowed. I'll use Murdoch's rubes. car and possibly yeah. drive. Okay, so they followed. Followed what they the thought cut. was Rupert Murdoch, but it wasn't. Quarter-eight in the evening, Alec Mackay comes home. Telephone is ripped from the wall. Is it? He sees his wife's handbag scattered down the stairs. Um, and it's contents.
1: Sorry for the listeners, those are the days when telephones were wired in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> were wired into the wall. Yeah, yeah.
0: walls. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, imagine your mobile phone nailed to the wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So he called the police. I should like you to send a policeman round immediately. It's a matter of some urgency. And the very next morning, at 1am, uh, there was a phone call from a man calling himself M3. I don't know
1: what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. The the M was short for Mafia. I don't know why. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Mafia
0: 3. Mafia 3. Why was the 3 short for? <laughs> Um, there's only two of them. Because there's only two of them. <laughs> well, I know I will yeah. throw them off. We'll imply <laughs> that there are three of them. And over the next few weeks, they received 18 further phone calls yep. and three letters. All demanding money, all threatening to kill Mrs Mackay. All signed off as from M3. Yep. And letters from Muriel as well. So
1: this lasted a long time. Yeah. She was in captivity somewhere, presumably, at, yeah.
0: potentially at this farm. For weeks, for weeks, yeah. Wow, yeah. There was an attempt to deliver the ransom, <laughs> um, <laughs> but unfortunately, and completely unrelated to Lee, there was a, a, a the area where the ransom was supposed to be dropped. There were loads of police, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no relation at all. but yeah, just in, it happened to be a large police presence <laughs> where the drop was supposed to take place, so it was aborted. You just imagine that, like,
1: they pick like some community centre and there just so happens to be like a police get together in the community centre yeah,
0: <laughs> of yeah. Police <laughs> employment drive it yeah. was the uh, the annual policeman's fate yeah yeah, <laughs>
1: the policeman's yeah, yeah.
0: other ball policeman's other ball yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah so they had to make a, another arrangement uh, this time M3 sent instructions like say we want £500,000 in each of two suitcases dropped at a telephone box in Church Street in Edmonton at four o'clock, and it was on the 6th of February, a Friday. A policeman and a policewoman pretended to be Mr. Mackay and his daughter, Diane, and they took the suitcases to the call box. They got a phone call, sending them to another call box. From there to the underground, they went on this little route, you know. Yeah, this like has they... become a sort
1: of ransom cliche now, hasn't exactly. it, in film? I can only <laughs>
0: assume that they saw some, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah some detective show or something on the telly. We, they get, we know they get all the have information they left from the, the television. Have they left the suitcase in the first... <laughs> no, they're being walked around... Oh, so they're carrying the with money. the suitcase, okay. money, yeah, yeah.
1: So they went there with money? They went there with the money. To pay the ransom. Mm. This is from... Well, it was the su- suitcases were filled with a mix of fake notes oh, okay. and real notes. Right, and, okay. Yeah.
0: They get to Epping, and mm-hmm. then they're told to take a taxi to Bishop's Stortford, where they would then leave the suitcases. When the taxi arrived... The policeman and woman, they got in the taxi. But a little way up the road, they they got the driver to stop. And a detective got into the car as well and secreted himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hid. Hid. In the footwell. In the the footwell, yeah, yeah. They got to the garage that they were supposed to um, drop off the suitcases. And then they dropped off the detective, DS Bland. (laughs) how beautifully named nobody knows much about him (laughs) they dropped him off and then drove to the to the minivan where they're supposed to put their suitcases they dropped suitcases but they've secreted this detective nearby hello my name's mark decano and i host the comedy in a nutshell podcast in which i talk with those in and around the comedy circuit and most especially the comedians about what comedy means to them
1: Simon Ampstor plus Lena Dunham plus Mr. Blobby. I thought that would be a good combo.
0: Every gig you get is somebody else not getting a gig. I've had sometimes had people like pull out a notepad and I'd be like, oh no, no, thank you. You are a jester and you're here to bring light relief to people's lives. Somebody at the end was like, oh my God, she's dirty. <laughs> and
1: I was like, I am. Thank you very
0: much.
1: My boyfriend says he feels like he has to tread very carefully because he was like, I know that everything has the potential to become material.
0: I can make- give to people and they definitely in that moment are having a good time so if you want to know more about what comedy means to the people at its heart then hear it straight from the horse's mouth comedy in a nutshell wherever you get your podcasts welcome to fringe baby (laughs) i
1: love this next bit
0: (laughs) so he was there to keep watch on the suitcases
1: be very very quiet
0: now he noticed a, a blue Volvo with one person inside drive past four times that evening and it would drive past and slow down and speed up again and then about quarter to eleven in the evening it came back again with two people inside <laughs> uh, there was a couple named Mr. and Mrs. Abbott they <laughs> were concerned about seeing two suitcases lying around on the ground yeah sure yeah could so, be a bomb <laughs> yeah could be anything so they called the police
1: right yeah sure I mean, I'm not surprised that that happened no, at all no. these days are we still talking about 1969 this yeah. is these... now February 70 okay but these days it would last five minutes someone mm. would call it in what's yeah. that but now yeah. su- then less so s- suspect package yeah, warnings, yeah by now but... you'd, you'd have had people opening it looking for clothes that were in it that they could pinch you know? <laughs> <laughs> or, or people just calling the police because there's unattended yeah. but but anyway, someone did
0: basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this couple, kindly so, old couple, kindly old couple. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So they reported to the police. The police turn up and take the bags away to the police station. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the police, the detective, DS Bland, he's observed this car now, so he's got a lead on a car. So Volvo. he didn't want to say, ah, what, don't what are you doing?" <laughs> no. Well, there's still, even though the cases have been removed, there's still a possibility that the Volvo yes. would come okay. back. yeah. I think we may have found a clue. So he had now this clue that this blue Volvo. He took the license uh, number, the <laughs> registration. But meanwhile, the op- you know the drop operation had to be abandoned. Yeah, of course, money's mm, no, not there. Yeah, yeah. So checked out the car the and Volvo. basically <laughs> traced it back to uh, Rook's farm. This <laughs> the name this farm, right? So it was it's going. their car. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very good.
1: <laughs> so this unravelable plan. <laughs>
0: yeah. So they swoop, swoop on the farm. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah the very next morning 8 o'clock in the morning they found an exercise book that had the pages torn out and those pages had been used to write the ransom letters yes (laughs) they found fingerprints on the ransom demands that matched fingerprints at the farm Mm -hmm. and they arrested the two brothers it's top five police work that's all there is to it
1: there was um, a reel of elastoplast tape Mm. which matched the same elastoplast tape that they found yeah um, in the um, in the Mackay's house yeah
0: so, but they haven't found a, a, a wife, yeah. But no. they have no wife. Where is she? Have you seen her? So they yeah. have two brothers in custody. They tested uh, Nizamuddin's voice and, and on a telephone, and his voice matched the recordings of the ransom yep. <laughs> demands. They have mm. evidence that they did the did it? ransom. It's their car was at the drop. etc., such such loads of um, mm. loads of evidence. For Case but, closed. But no, apart no from wife. yes. Mm. Okay. as a point of interest Rupert Murdoch was being interviewed because he just bought the News of the World and the Sun yes Mm. so that was in 1969 he bought it it in 69 yeah yeah I've still got the last ever edition of the News of the World oh really for some reason for that reason Mm. the Mm. last ever when it went out
1: yeah there's no other reason for owning a copy quite (laughs) I've never read it (laughs) I've got the um, I've got the News of the World the day after Diana died Mm. and it says uh, the Diana found on moon. Yeah, it <laughs> says um, Dodie dead, Diana alive. It, it, basically, she hadn't died at, right. at the time. Um, Diana injured, something like that. Yeah, Dodie fired, uh, died. But the um, I don't know. I've still got that. But anyway, <laughs> it, 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 it basically some news that was wrong. Yeah. It was on the. I mean. That's potentially every day, but
0: yeah, <laughs> that's the never dirty happened. Dainty dead Diana dying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got uh, the Independent from September twelfth. Um, Have you two thousand and one buildings fine? <laughs>
1: <laughs> every, all is well. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got I've got those. Uh, I've got some from then. Uh, Have you and... got the copy of of um, News of the World with Naughty Nina?
0: Naughty Nina. Yeah,
1: that's the only the news of the world headline I remember, and that's because of um, it was shown in uh, American Wealth in London.
0: Really? Oh, uh, what
1: do you mean? It was on the it was on the television. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. What sort? So, what does it say?
0: It, it, I can't remember is the it full a fake line. One?
1: I don't think so because Nina, she's actually in it. She appears. Naughty Nina.
0: Read all about my. Romps yeah, that's thing. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the advertising news as well. I remember that from the movie, not from the newspaper. Nina Carter. I she was married to Rick Wakeman. Did oh, he? Was. Yes. Okay. He did the soundtrack to the 1988 Innsbruck Winter Olympics. Did he? That's my Rick Wakeman that. fact that I know.
1: <laughs> it was all downhill from there. Hey. Ha hey. <laughs> ha! That's so funny, the last time I heard that I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaur.
0: I also have I have a copy of the Sunday Sports, the last one. Sunday Sports, Sunday the headline Sports. is, uh, Loch Ness Monster is a Nazi U-boat. <laughs> yeah, cool. This is my favourite headline ever. <laughs> is, is that true? <laughs> it's as true as a, there being a Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. all true, arguably. So yeah, so everything pointed at them. So they went to trial, September 1917. Still no bo- no wife. Still no wife.
1: Wow. This is one of the first cases where there was a murder trial with with no corpse. Because there is no murder without a body.
0: Yes, they were tried for kidnapping. There is murder without a body. Okay. It can be convicted for murder without a body. If there was enough evidence to suggest it. There isn't, though, is there? Enough evidence. See, now that, there's mm. tons of evidence for kidnap. Well, let's have a brief aside about John George Haig. Oh, yeah. From 1946, possibly. Also known as the acid bath murderer. Uh-huh. He believed that you could never be convicted of murder if there was no body, which is why he disposed of the bodies in a bath of acid.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> However, he was wrong. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> he got convicted, even though there were no bodies. They found bits. I was going to say, there's evidence that, that
1: were there were bodies.
0: Yeah, but there was no. Yeah, I mean, it was. It wouldn't be conclusive, arguably, that it was that person hmm. necessarily in that case.
1: <laughs> That's another story hard to guess.
0: But yeah, but the, they in this were in, case, there was no. They body. were in court, but yeah. were they only in court? They were only in court. For they were kidnapping. charged with murder, kidnap, and blackmail. But I think they may only. I'm not sure if they were only convicted of kidnapping. I'll be honest, I don't think. It seems incredible that it had gone to trial already.
1: Mm. They yeah. didn't even know where she was. Yeah. Because surely wouldn't the uh, prosecution go, well, hang on a bit. Let's hang on and try and get it and then we can bump up. Sentence.
0: Did they have confession from them? <laughs> no, they both blamed each other in the classic. Oh, yeah, right. Style.
1: Well, he killed her. I didn't. It was the pigs.
0: <laughs> the pigs
1: did it. Hey, you could have fed them to huh? to them, couldn't you? Well, that was, the, people, that wasn't that was the main oh, was speculation. Yeah. That oh, right. No, okay. been fed to the That's meat. what I would
0: have done. Although, you shouldn't give meat to pigs. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not All right. it's not good for Chickens. It'd take a long time, <laughs> wouldn't it?
1: How long would it take a chicken to eat something?
0: <laughs> Years. <laughs> there is an addendum about uh, the body, which I'll get to in a second. Um, so they blamed they blamed each other, but mm. they were nonetheless convicted at the old Bailey, And they both received life sentences. Arthur got life plus 25 years and Nizamuddin got life plus 15 years. Wow. The judge, Justice Shaw, said the conduct was cold-blooded and abominable.
1: Mm. It wasn't very mm. nice. No.
0: no. Not great, is it? <laughs> they never are. <laughs> so they went to prison. In 1971, they appealed against their conviction.
1: The hell would you be appealing? To yeah.
0: <laughs> it didn't, didn't work. Um, and then... Arthur tried to get parole in 1987 and 1994, and that was denied. He eventually died in prison in 2009. Wow, well, wow. Gosh. Nizamuddin served 20 years yep. and was then deported back to Trinidad. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah? Well, good riddance, you
0: Now, he, interestingly, he's claimed that he never said any of the things he's <laughs> accused of having claimed, yep. despite them being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, there are more well-known people than he that have done that <laughs> Yes, right, exactly Yeah. So at the age of 73 he was interviewed in Trinidad by a journalist for The Guardian in which he claimed he denied that he had spoken that he had confessed to the family the Mackay family's attorney um, named uh, Matthew Gale that he'd buried Muriel Mackay's body on the farm it was also claimed that he that she was buried on a beach as well as the farm yeah (laughs) so a a journalist named Simon Farquhar (laughs) great name yeah Um, he went through all the documents that he could find in the case so you know all the archival Documents and he he claims he found a document that said that Arthur had told his solicitor he buried her at Jaywick Sands, which is in Essex, which is the beach in Essex, and apparently that information wasn't followed up, so that was supposedly in 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 the official documents from mm. the time so in October of twenty twenty two crumbs the, the family tried to launch a new search for her body at the beach well, wow. last October based on the fact that Scotland Yard reopened the case in, at the beginning of 2021. They've just reopened the case recently to look for the body. And so now she's never been found? She's still never been found. No oh, blimey. That's house, terrible. But they are now still looking for her.
1: I thought they reopened it because of his claim that... Um, what was it? That she'd had a heart attack shortly after they'd abducted her. Yes. Which seems a weird thing that she would have written those letters... After she'd had a heart
0: attack and died. Well, Nizamuddin (laughs) said that during the course of the uh, while she was held at the farm, or he allegedly said. Okay, he allegedly said, but it was recorded. (laughs) But he denied he said it. He said it. It was recorded, (laughs) but he denied saying it. But it doesn't matter. So he claimed at some point that he that she had a heart attack while she was being held at the farm, and he buried her on the farm. Yeah. But he was basically doing uh, the after the guy who was dead. <laughs> was, selling, was had given all the orders and was in charge and he just did what his brother told him to do so he was apparently burying the body but then he later denied that but, but apparently the, the, this record from the time states that Arthur buried her on the speech in Essex right. even though we know he was recorded making this claim that he buried her on the farm everything he says is not the same yeah. it's all lies but the police opened the case based on that and searched the farm again but didn't find anything. Yeah, it's
1: quite a big farm as well, isn't it? It's some tens of acres. Yeah.
0: 2021, they reopened the case, searched the farm, found nothing. And now that the, the case is still open. And in, in 2022, they've now found this other claim that she was buried on the beach. So now the family is trying to get the police to go and basically search the beach. Wow, wow. I didn't know that. I thought there was going to be a, mm. a uh,
1: denouement. <laughs> but the after, what, 40, 50 years, there's, there's not going to be a lot to find. I no, I think. suppose, yeah, well, you're right. They're not going to... They might find a... a f- skeletal f- remains, a f- maybe. tibular, f- tibula. Hmm. Yeah. Something. Well, that's, that is absolutely... I honestly had no idea that you were going to say, <laughs> and she was
0: never... <laughs> that's terrible. The worst part of it... Well, not the worst part for Euron Mackay, but yep. one of the parts is that because it was such a high-profile case, obviously, you know, well reported, was that the family got loads and loads and loads of prank calls and hoaxes. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, very strange. It's appalling. People Um, be crazy. uh, Yeah. yeah. Um, A psychic got involved. Uh, Yeah, of
1: course. Didn't see that coming.
0: Yeah. Um, And, of course, Madame Tussauds got involved. Of course. Of course.
1: Bloody (laughs) Nora. So, um, so they made... They're always they quick made, off the mark, aren't they?
0: Well, hang on. The bro- of the brothers. They made likenesses. Oh, of the brothers,
1: right. Well, I was going to say, how do they state. do a likeness of a someone who doesn't even... They haven't found. But.
0: Well, there were photos of it. Yeah. Oh,
1: yes, oh. She did exist before she went missing.
0: <laughs> <into laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, they, yeah, they had in the Chamber of Horrors. Horrors. Um, was what? The, bro- the oh, brothers the, the were, the were in the brothers, Chamber yeah. of Horrors. Oh,
1: that's terrible.
0: <laughs> they were stood next to uh, Donald Nielsen and Graham Young. Graham Young was a poisoner and uh, Donovan of Nielsen's called the Black Panther. And they were, at the time, they were contemporary. So, you know, they're all... Right. Who cares a hang about history in wax? Of coal. There's a play called Ink, and it's basically, it's about um, the sun. Which is you know one of Rupert Murdoch's tabloids in Britain, the Red oh, top the Sun, sorry. the oh, Sun, no, not no. the Sun in the, the sky. Sun. No, the I sun was a relation of <laughs> oh, his son. Yeah, yeah. The so sun. yeah, fine. So the tabloid newspaper, the Sun. Yeah, um, there's a play from uh, 2017 called Ink, and there is a bit in it about the uh, the kidnapping and Kelvin McKenzie, who yep. is uh, mm-hmm. former editor, former editor. He described that in the play as its most dramatic moment that's all for this time if you want to know more about what we've talked about on this episode then just google it or something you can listen to all of our previous episodes on our website that's www.truecrimediary.co.uk please remember to leave a review on your podcast provider if you can or you can email us that's stuff at truecrimediary.co.uk my thanks to Jed and Roo and to all of you for listening, and we'll see you again on next date in our True Crime Diary.